Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello there my very good friends, on today's news video we are going to talk about the problem about AEW Dynamite that no one wants to admit. A major debut on last night's AEW Dynamite. There was a surprising return on last night's AEW Dynamite. And WWE is extremely interested in this AEW star. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. And we are going to kick things off today by editorialising somewhat because... uh, Dynamite's in a bit of a slump right now. Yes. Right? Creatively, we're talking about here, uh, which is obviously subjective and uh, a matter of, of opinion mm-hmm. above all else. Uh, Ratings-wise, the show did a good number last week to recover. We're not talking about things from that perspective, but creatively, last night, man, last night... Was all over the bloody place. I was going to say, there were points during that show where I felt like I was watching a mediocre episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Right? The tropes, the booking techniques that were relied on and kind of repeated across the entirety of the broadcast. Some great stuff. Plenty of good stuff, for sure. I like the CM Punk Wardlow stuff. I like Deeb and Sheeta. Brody King spoiled one of the news stories there, but I enjoyed that a lot. More in my article later on, of course. Um, but you had problems like matches just getting started and then immediately going to a commercial break, mm-hmm. which is never fun. You had two separate promo trains. You had the opening stuff with Adam Cole and, <laughs> and the Elite and the Era and Britt Baker and the Best Friends. Then you had Adam Page and Dan Lambert and The Return that we'll talk about later on the video as well. So varying quality, whatever, whatever. Uh, you had people interrupting almost every single backstage segment. Mm-hmm. Three of the night's five matches had some form of interference or distraction or interruption or whatever and I sat there today this morning and tallied up just the total number of interruptions or people walking in on segments people getting involved in matches people running down to the ring to interrupt the promo 18 times Jesus 18 times across the course of the night and it's look it's episodic pro wrestling television you expect a degree of this you expect an amount of it but when it's spammed so frequently you come away thinking Brother, this could really have done with more variety Mm. across the two hours for sure. So I'm going to break down this completely uh, in my Ups and Downs article on the website. It's uh, going to be a good read. Be up soon. I think probably about the same time this video goes live, the Mm -hmm. article will be there. So I'll break it down completely there, as well as the stuff I did like about the show. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the worst dynamite ever or anything like that. But, you know, the problems exist and they should be be picked apart. Yeah, I I think that's fair. And, you know, I 
know some people, I mean, Michael Sidgwick, he's not biased. He just really wants AEW to do, to do well because he enjoys it as a product. But you look at his Twitter today and you listen to our podcast today. I can't wait to chat to him oh about AEW Dynamite. And he will hold his hands up and admit that. Uh, and also, I don't think this is suddenly an AEW Dynamite out of nowhere that's gone wrong. I think it's, it's, been, it's been a while. Yeah. There has been sensational moments in the last few weeks on AEW Danielson Dynamite. Danielson and PH, things like that. Great. But, but that has, I think, put papered over the cracks. Is that fair? Yeah, somewhat. Like, creatively, the show just hasn't been firing for the past couple of months. And you can, I mean, look, I'm sure there are legitimate reasons for this. Kenny Omega's not there. John Moxley's not there at the Chris moment. Chris Jericho is there. <laughs> there's reasons. There's stuff. There are reasons to point towards, for sure. But, you know, it's a thing. What to talk about it this morning? There you go. WWE shields though. Can't wait for Vince to buy me a new watch hey, now. Yeah, we, yeah. Mm. Oh God, people are going to go nuts. Oh, just this, look, we call it <laughs> as we see it. That's all we can do for you here. Please do continue the conversation civilly in the comment section. We've already had a debate in the office about certain bits of AW Dynamite. Trust me, we're going to get into it on that podcast. Uh, Andy's ups and downs, we'll talk about it. Miller on his ups and downs on this channel, we'll talk about it. But we call it as we see it. But let's keep it civil in the comments, shall we? Hey, Don't be a dick. Exactly. Uh, right, let's talk about <laughs> some of the good stuff that happened last night. One of which was a debut. A debut for Brody King. He is officially uh, All Elite, the former Ring of Honor wrestler, uh, popping up with the old lights off, lights on gimmick to help out his good pal Malachi Black. Good pal Mal. Kick the crap uh, out of the varsity blondes. This was in amongst... Uh, a match featuring, well, following a match featuring Penta El Zero Miedo uh, and Matt Hardy, which Penta won, and then called out Malachi Black. Lights go down, lights come up, Malachi Black's there, Varsity Blondes get involved, and then lights go down, lights come up. Brody King is there, as I said, he's aligned himself with Malachi Black, the old House of Black gimmick, uh, and they murdered members of the Varsity Blondes, including one bit with Malachi chucking one of the Varsity Blondes, can't remember which one it was, apologies, uh, into Brody King from just slam him on the mat. That they look cool. great as a team. I'll put aside my opinions of the whole spooky house of black <laughs> thing. Great debut. Yeah, this was good. This was good. This was uh, something I really enjoyed in the show. I love Brody King. I've loved him for a long time. Uh, I, he's got a great striking appearance. That's going to. Mm -hmm. look, he looks tremendous standing next to Malachi Black because he's like a beefier version of him, isn't he? With the tattoos and the hair and the beard and everything. Uh, they have similar aesthetics for sure. He's also a great wrestler. He's a big guy who can do fast-paced lucha stuff almost, but he can do the power stuff really well. And on top of that, he's a great musician. He's got an awesome band called God's Hate. If you like music that smacks you in the face, listen to God's Hate. That'll 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 treat you well. This is me holding my hands up. I didn't know a lot about Brody King. I don't know a lot outside of the WWE and AEW spheres, if I'm perfectly honest. But in terms of a like, well, I need to care about this guy. You know, they built it up with the teasers and you explaining it previously. I'm like, oh, it's going to be Brody King in a few weeks yeah. popping up. <laughs> and when he arrived, I went, bloody hell, look at that guy. And then with what he did, very excited to see what he does next. So there you go. You've got the opinion of a total dork and not a dork. You've got a balance. <laughs> you got a balance right there. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. There's a balance. Oh, Everyone has their thing. Listen, we all have our nerddoms, don't yeah. we? Let's move over. Uh, Lance, Archer's back. Lance will make him dance. He will. Um, this came... Put in chair is what will do. Yeah, he will. Silly sausage. That's dangerous, Lance. What are you doing? You might hurt a man. <laughs> this uh, went down following a segment. Hangman Page came out and said, Hey, look, it's the new year. The records are 0-0. No one's, you know, 
picking up mm-hmm. speaks or whatever. Who's my challenger? Who's coming out? Dan Lambert came out and I was like, <laughs> Dan Lambert's gonna wrestle Hangman? Of course not. Uh, Dan Lambert cut a promo he was like he put Paige over his accomplishments but then he said you're disrespecting cowboys <laughs> <laughs> yeah I forgot about Black that. Jack Mulligan uh, he named the Funks Stan Hansen a few other people he wasn't just going listen Rawhide would be pissed <laughs> bring them doggies home that was a TV show wasn't it yeah I think so that's where I got that from uh, and then Lance Archer came down now Lance if you remember had that run in with Lambert when Lambert debuted in AEW Lambert got a blackout so Lambert was pissing himself obviously like and Lance changed his mind. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to chin you. I'm going to chin him because he's the world champion and I would like to be the world champion. Yeah, it makes sense. So there you go. That establishes the feud. Uh, it looks like Hangman's lying about everyone being 0-0 and not ranked or not, you know, with numbers in the mm. rankings. Uh, kind of enables the challenge somewhat because usually you go, well, he's not ranked. What's going on here? But nobody is yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean Dean's got one of the best records in AEW <laughs> yeah. right now yeah there you go and look I love Sean Dean but <laughs> come on he's not challenging see if he's got that now. new t-shirt I beat you and you know it I, I've loved his well social played. media form since he beat I'm annoyed he shouldn't yeah. have beaten MJ well you know uh, it's debatable it's debatable but shout outs to Sean uh, there you go Lance is back he hasn't been here since October hurt his neck now he's back fantastic uh, really excited and as uh, not to backhanded compliment here as an interim feud, one would assume, before the pay-per-view feud that takes us to Revolution in early March. Perfect for me. Boom. Yeah, you can beat him. Credible. You move on. Right. Um, I shouldn't laugh now, but a very uh, interesting <laughs> development came about yesterday. So yesterday afternoon, I believe it was. Just, yeah, I was getting ready to leave. Yeah. And then this happened. There was a, a tweet that went out from WrestleVos saying how extremely interested they were in an AEW star, particularly... Not surprised. <laughs> Wardlow. Uh, they tweeted with his biggest match to date happening later tonight. That was yesterday, of course. Uh, I can confirm without hesitation that WWE will be extremely interested in l- luring Wardlow away from AEW when his contract is due. There are several people within World Wrestling Entertainment that love his potential. I wonder why that might be. Yeah. But <laughs> in <laughs> hilarious developments, 14 minutes later... <laughs> an interview that uh, Wardlow did with PW Insider came out <laughs> where he basically said, I'm going to be in AEW for life. <laughs> he said, in 10 or 20 years, I'm going to be so excited and proud to look back and say that was one of the AEW originals and that means so much to me. He continued, as far as the world knows, uh, my car- as far as the world knows, my career started with AEW and it's going to end with AEW. I look forward to accomplishing and growing as much as humanly possible. Can't grow much more than you are now, brother. Yeah. He's bloody huge. Uh, <laughs> and reach the stars throughout the next 10 years. So for 14 minutes, Wardlow was on his way to WWE and now he's in AEW <laughs> for life. It's funny, isn't it? It's lying about, hey, look, I don't think I could be convinced that the grass is greener on the other side. Uh, it's particularly telling. Yeah, this was funny because the WrestleVotes report came out. And look, not to discredit that at all, I'm sure W. I believe that 100%. I think WWE will make a play for Wardlow. Oh, without question. Because why the hell wouldn't you? Look at him. And also, he's really good and he comes across like a really nice role model guy away from the ring and everything else. I think he'd be a great signing for any wrestling cut. Of course, they're going to make a play when his contract's up. But it was just, it was funny. This interview just came out and he said, nope. <laughs> like 14 minutes later, the. The sequencing could have been perfect. More of a popper. I had a laugh with this. I hope you did as well. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see when his contract comes up. You know, he's committed. He appears there to have committed his future to AEW. He loves working there. Clearly, so 
it may not be a case of money, but then again, as we always say, look, don't hate for people getting their money. No. If WWE break the bank trying to sign him, and I know everyone's got unlimited bloody coffers nowadays, you know, it could be a thing that happens. Yeah. I'm not surprised that if out of that entire roster, he'd probably be in my top 10 of people that WWE would love to take. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll... Financial incentives are real. Like, we can't pretend they don't exist. No. And maybe he has other incentives as well. Who knows? But yeah, it's it's fun. It's going to be a fun thing to follow. Mm. Let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Toby One Kenobi. Nice. Uh, I like that. Who sends uh, a picture That's of from, his... from uh, Star Trek, yeah? Yeah, indeed. Sends a picture of his dog, Vader. First of all, good boy Vader. Vader. <laughs> Second of all, Toby asks, uh, do you think the allure of a WrestleMania match still holds the same prestige it once did? And is it enough for wrestlers to choose WWE over AEW? I think it depends on the individual, for sure. Like, I think a lot of people enter pro wrestling, even still today, even with, you know, releases and various other things. Like, a lot of people just, like, it's their childhood dream to wrestle for WWE. Like, it's their favorite company. They like the product. They've grown up watching it, and they want to be in that WrestleMania spotlight i think for a lot of people that still holds the allure even if you know certain things factor into it as outsiders like mm-hmm. us might view it as maybe not what it used to be or whatever whatever but yeah absolutely for individuals i'm sure it differs case by case but if you're like a young wrestler who grew up in like the wwe monopoly era in particular and you've not you weren't alive for around for wcw or whatever WWE's probably the be-all end-all. Just look at, what was it, Ben Carter? Yep. Nathan Frazier, sir. Nathan Frazier. Yeah, that's a good ring name. (laughs) Um, Yeah, look at at him. Like, he came in, did some great stuff with AEW uh, on on the dark, on sort of a freelance basis. And then both companies went, we'd like to sign you. And he went, well, I've grown up as a boyhood fan of WWE. I'd love to go there. Maybe down the line this may change, but I certainly noticed when I went home for Christmas, you get to sort of interact with people, those who were, let's say, Laps fans or people outside the bubble. Yeah. And still, as much as I would prefer it to be different, a bit like UFC is is now overtaking MMA as the, the go-to phrase. People don't say, oh, what's going on in this wrestling business? They say, what's going on in WWE? And I have to say, oh, and there's this other really big company, along with a whole host of others, of course, that big things are happening in. But WWE is a synonym for yeah. wrestling, isn't it, basically? Yeah, for sure. And it's not the only shop in town anymore, and people have different goals, people have different motivations, but it's always going to be a factor for some wrestlers, mm. for sure. Troll Mac 20. What? This is our <laughs> second question of the day, saying, morning, gentlemen. What if the mystery Forbidden Door wrestler wins the Men's Royal Rumble match. Odds of that happening? Zero. (laughs) Zero. Um, Yeah, I I, 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 like the idea of someone coming in and immediately going boom is very exciting, isn't it? Like this outsider making their presence felt by winning the literal biggest match of the year because that's 30 people in it. That's why it's the biggest. Um, Remember that year I had 14? That was weird. Yeah, that that wasn't as good, was it? And the person who won it didn't win at WrestleMania. Remember remember the greatest Royal Rumble, of course, with (laughs) such a such Luminaries as Hiroki Sumi, who mm. was robbed. Um, anyway, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, there Never you go. forget. Titus World Slide, all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, in short, I don't think they'll do it. No. The, I don't think they would commit to that spotlight for anyone but a full time contracted talent. And I think the Forbidden Door entry is going to be someone like Rhino, anyway. So Not to dismiss Rhino, obviously, but he's not winning the Royal Rumble no. in 2022. I think these Forbidden Door entrances, as much as people want to sit there and say, maybe it's going to be Punk, maybe it's going to be Brian Daniels, or maybe it's going to be John Moxley. MJF is the weird... Tony Khan's not going to allow that. No. Uh, it's just going to be one of those of like, oh, remember this guy, or oh, how shocking was it that this guy came
came in and eliminated three three mid carders you've not done anything for the last six months, yeah. and that's that. Because Big E's winning the Men's Royal Rumble. Ooh, there you go. Nice Called it. Uh, final Twitter question today comes from Philly to the J, who says, "Does Bobby Fish have the best mustache in wrestling?" It's a great mustache. It's a man who knows how to grow a good mustache. Listen, if there's an expert in mustaches, it's this guy here. The Nigel Mansell of being cancelled? I, I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so the, the, he's not cancelled. He's great. Um, that mustache is. It's a good mustache. No, the mustache is cancelled. It's real. By my wife on the 1st of December. <laughs> Bobby Fish, what do you reckon to this mustache? Uh, I mean, it's a great mustache, and we're big Bobby Fish guys. There's a butt coming here, I can tell. There is a butt. There is a butt. And the name of the person who has the best mustache in wrestling starts with BET as well. It's the Butcher. Obviously. Who else else could possibly beat that magnificent beard mustache thing that adorns that great man's face? It's tremendous. Bobby Fish has an excellent mustache, and there are different genres of mustache. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yours is a different mustache as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yours is... (laughs) It's very different. <laughs> Nigel Formbury style. <laughs> but no, it's the butcher. He's got the best facial hair of all time. Uh, and uh, something I aspire to, honestly. Yeah. You can be a dick in the comments if you're having an argument with someone about mustaches. I'll allow that. Yeah. There you go. Mustache comments are fair game. <laughs> Just leave Chucky's dad alone. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally. And uh, if you're not following Wendy's on Twitter, follow them, basically. Wendy's yesterday tweeted, it's uh, hashtag National Roast Day, drop the roast me below, uh, and promoted their fries or some bollocks, right? To which AW on TV replied, it's MJF's favourite day of the year, hashtag National Roast Day. A picture of MJF. Wendy's replied, this is how explosive your tweets are. The picture of the conclusion of Revolution with the, the exploding Bob White death match. Listen, I've never met Wendy before, but I think we should hire her to do our social media because that's tremendous. It's good banter. That's really it's good. It's good banter, isn't it? Like, it is. Just, I mean, you just got to take the L at that point. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, the explosion was what it was. There are reasons why it was crap. But it was crap. It's funny. And you got to laugh at it forever, right? You can't be mad at it. No. You can have fun. It's funny. It's funny. The pay-per-view ended on a sparkler and a little... Rubbish. It's good. It's good stuff. Right, let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories. Because landed on cardboard boxes. <laughs> yeah, and he was out for less time than uh, getting hit with a chair, I believe, by uh, 2.0. Three times as many weeks. Yep. <laughs> anyway, no luck, we'll no be luck. back later on today. We've got loads more news stories to report on uh, later on today. So we'll be back with a second news video later on today. But for now, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, it's going to be a tasty one today with myself and the Dally Boys reviewing AEW Dynamite. Uh, and you can check out Andy Murray's Ups and Downs article for all his thoughts on the show yep. as well. Uh, plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... Follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, hey, get the cardamom out because it's going to be a spicy one. Ooh, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. 
Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.